We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Our live. Once again, it's the Wednesdays. Uh, let me start that again. Once again, it's the Wednesday edition of the Field of 68 Best Bets podcast and the Field of 68 Best Bets live stream. Good thing for us that there was nobody actually in the feed when I stumbled over my words. People listening on the podcast are going to be able to hear. Bear with us for one second while we allow. I thought we were sponsored by Wendy's there for a minute. <laughs> early in the morning, man. It's early in the morning. Yeah. Can't have tongue twister so early in the morning. Hey, you know how, you how you doing? Everything good? I'm good. You know what the worst part is? So I, I have glasses, right? And uh, and I, I still don't think I ever needed them, but I got them. Um, and, and now my eyes are so effed up. Like I, you know, I take them off. I can't see shit anymore. Um, but I got them because I was having some like dizzy spells years ago, a couple of years ago. So I figured that would help, and I guess it has. So maybe, maybe it's worth it. Um, but man, I can't see shit without them now. It's horrible. Well, to be fair, you are old as hell. I am old as shit, and and it's good. If I don't wear them, that means I don't see you clearly, which yeah. is a great thing. That's always a plus, but you are missing out on the home field apparel tee that I got going today. So lucky tee, I needed to get it back. Yeah, you, you haven't had it for a while. You've yeah. lost your mojo. Yeah, but so here's the thing. I've I've gone heavy on the bets that I feel best about. Everything that I tout on the stream, I will bet just because like you have to. One, one, I feel guilty saying, hey, you should bet this and then not betting it. And then the other part of it is like it forces me to track it. Right. So then I pay attention to what happened in it because like I have a little bit of money on the line. But for the most part, like a lot of those bets will just be like five or ten dollars just so I have something in mind. Yeah. But like, last night I went I went heavy on the Iowa Northwestern over because I like I love that that line. Yeah, you convinced me on that one. Thanks. Thanks. Did you I get lost. you lost? Yeah, I got like one sixty one, I think, right? Well, why? You should have gotten it when I told you to at one fifty seven at nine o'clock in the morning, which yeah, is what I, I so I, I hate. Sometimes early in the morning, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I, I want to get my information. You know, I, I just want to make sure who's playing. Like like yesterday, it turned out okay, but Ron Harper Jr. wasn't playing. Uh, to mm-hmm. me, I'd rather not get my bet in early and make sure uh, something like that doesn't happen. But it was fine. It worked. We won that game anyway. Um, Mercer killed me yesterday. Killed me. Yeah. 
All right, let's, so let's talk about last night and get some of the, that out of the way. First and foremost, Northwestern came back to earth. Uh, they lost by 15 at Iowa in you a know, game. Jordan Bohannon. Jordan Bohannon came yes. back down to earth. That's what happened. Well, he finally woke up, man. Like, he he had not been playing well at all this season. And then last night he had 24-5-5 and five on 10 shots. Uh, he hit – I think he hit six threes, and he hit five in a row in the second half. Um, a couple of them were bombs. He hit one step back that kind of was the dagger to end the game with about uh, with about two and a half or three minutes left. That it was just like, oh, man. If Jordan – like, here's the thing. If he's playing like that, it just completely raises the ceiling for this Iowa team, like significantly. Yeah, it gives him a weapon that not many teams have, period. I mean, like mm -hmm. he's in a – people forget he's an elite shooter when he's healthy, an elite shooter. And we saw that last night. If you just took that game, you'd be like, holy shit, who is this dude? He shoots the hell out of it. I mean, he shoot it from the logo. Uh, he doesn't need any space. He had confidence last night. Um, you put him with everything else they have, which – Luka Garza, the best player in the country. Joe Wieskamp, damn good player. C.J. Fredericks, terrific. Uh, your, your boy Tuzant was – he got hurt late in the game, but he gives him a different dimension. Like, then you start to feel pretty good about this team that, you know what, they don't need to guard people. They don't need to. They're just going to outscore everybody other than Gonzaga. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, and it's – Again, it's the threat of what he can do when he shoots. It's the fact that you have to be cognizant of where he is when he's making shots the way that he was yesterday, right? And it was very evident that Northwestern was going to focus on Luka Garza. Like, they were doubling on the catch immediately. Uh, they weren't even bothering to deal with Connor McCaffrey beyond the arc, and they were making sure that they – That's yeah. the way to play him. And they, they made sure to stick with – um, with Wieskamp and C.J. Frederick on the perimeter. Like, if they were going to have to get stuck in rotation, it was going to be off of Jordan Bohannon because, I mean, he was shooting 27% of the year. You got to make him earn it, and he did. He so did. now, like, did. pick your poison. How do you play this team offensively? I, I don't well, know. I, I mean, we'll, we'll see if this continues for Jordan or if this was just like, okay, he got yeah. hot, and, and, and he's got – I mean, they've played 10 games, and he's had two where he's been lights out and eight where he's been horrible. I so, like Jordan, so I'm 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 rooting for you, Jordan. I'm rooting for you to keep this I, I mean, going. I, look, I I I've been tweeting out his stats, and like I get response from Iowa fans. It's like, why do you hate Jordan Bohannon? I I don't hate Jordan right. Bohannon. No, I think he's a nice kid. He's an I want to see him do well, but not like, a, not a good. Listen, you still say his shoe game move might have been a top ten move of all time. Oh, so you you have the so ultimate good. respect for Jordan Bohannon, the kid. That what he did. Like that put him on legend status in my right. mind. For oh. people that don't know, what he did was uh, they they um, they thirty balled Iowa State in the last game that they that he played at Iowa State. And so what he did was he signed his <laughs> shoes and he left them on the foul line after the game, okay. which is just so good, okay. so funny. All right, a couple of the uh, headlines from last night: Florida State lost to Clemson. Um, honestly, like I don't think it was that surprising. Uh, Clemson, Clemson was the favorite. Florida State's not all that good. Right. Uh, Alabama beat the brakes off of Mississippi, which is not something that I thought finally, I'd see. I finally hit one there with Alabama. I had been on a cold streak with the Crimson Tide. Uh, Quinterly played well. Um, I, again, do I trust Alabama completely? No, but they've got talent. You, should, I, you, I shouldn't, don't. you, should, you shouldn't trust them at all. Like I yeah, I, you know what I trust? They're going to win enough games in a shitty SEC. How's that? Yeah, you know what you know what it is. That's just your blind spot. 
and everybody's everybody's got a blind spot. Everyone's got one. But it, but it <laughs> translates over over coaches. That's the crazy part. Is I picked them a few years ago with Avery. Didn't learn my lesson. Picked them again last year uh, with Nate Oates. Picked them again this year with Nate Oates. I'm done. I'm if I pick them in the top 25 next year, uh, you 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 have uh, full right of. Uh, I, I can never do a top 25 again. How's that? <laughs> ever, ever. I'm done forever. You know you're going to put them in the top no, 25. Do so like you don't, don't remind make, me of that, please. Don't, don't make promises you won't keep. All right, the last one that we need to talk about, uh, Houston lost Tulsa. at Tulsa. Yeah. Shout out to Brandon Rochelle, man. Like, the, the stones on that kid. So one for, seconds left. For, for right. people who didn't see it, Caleb Mills hit a jumper to tie the game with about, I think it was six seconds left uh, in the game at Tulsa. Uh, they come down the other end. Uh, Brandon Rochelle goes to the rim. Uh, I think it was actually was it an offensive rebound? I think he, it was an offensive rebound that he got fouled on. Either way, like he got fouled with .1 seconds left on the clock in a in a game where Tulsa was down by one and a sixty five percent free throw shooter. He steps to the line, swishes the first, and as soon as he made the first, you knew that he was making the second and hit them both. Houston didn't even get a shot off, and uh, and yeah, Houston took their first loss. With the fighting Frank Hayes. The fighting Frank Hayes, baby. As the number five ranked team in the country, I tweeted this out yesterday. The last time Houston had been ranked number five in the country was with Akeem Olajuwon. How's that? That's how long it had been, and and it's short-lived. Listen, I I think we both can agree. There's three teams on a different level than everybody else this year, and then there's everybody else. And, yeah, there's some teams that are better than others and come down to matchups and timing and all that. But I trust in three teams, and that's Gonzaga, Baylor, and Villanova. And I know Villanova had that shitty loss uh, in the bubble. Um, maybe not shitty. That's the wrong way to say it. But uh, they, they, they had that loss yeah. in the bubble that had a lot of people questioning them. Uh, they'll be just fine. Trust me. Villanova will be there at the end um, as long as they're healthy. And we'll see. Maybe they'll get Brian Antoine back too. So my question to you is this. What did you think of Houston before this loss? And does it change your opinion of them at this point? Because I thought, like, I still think that that is a, I thought before this game that they were a team that could get to the Final Four. I still think now they're a team that can get to the Final Four. If anything, I was just like, okay, well, you know what? Frank Haith got those them boys in Tulsa playing well. That's, that, that's my take out of it. You know, yeah, games are tough league play. Doesn't change your word. You know, for me either, listen, like I just said, they could be the fourth best team. They could be the 20th best team. Wherever you rank them. They're tough as shit. They've got multiple guys who can go get their own, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and again, they're they're a veteran team. They've got a lot of older dudes as well. And, and oh, by the way, they're pretty well coached. It's so yeah, funny. I tweeted out something yesterday about Calvin. And, like, the blowback when you tweet out anything positive about some of these guys, anybody who's cheated, right? Kelvin Sampson, the blowback is incredible. They're like, cheater, 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 cheater. I'm like, he did. He cheated. He, he made phone calls. He made phone calls. What do we Who cares? Like, what are we talking he, about here? Again, he did it. He did the deed. But the deed was so ridiculous when you look back on it. You're like, can we can we just scrap it from all animals? Wasn't that, wasn't that you that dug it up? Who, yeah. who did you yeah. who did you catch on the phone calls? Yeah, I broke it. <laughs> I broke it. And uh, it was a shitload of phone calls. I remember how, calling how do you, you. How do you feel now? How do you feel knowing 
that you ruined that guy's tenure at Indiana over a bunch of phone calls. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It, listen, again, it was a rule at the time. He blatantly broke that rule over and over again, by the way. So, yeah, at that point. Yeah, he did it twice. That was the thing. Like, he got caught making phone calls at Oklahoma, and then he kept making them phone calls at Indiana. Like, he, and at that point, he's just like, dude, the best you got to find a way to hide that. I remember calling him maybe then, and uh, I'm like, hey, you know, you made however many phone calls to, like, Kevin Bookout. And uh, and he's like, he's like, yeah, we had a pre-existing relationship or something. Like, no, no you didn't. You didn't have any pre-existing <laughs> relationship. He was just a really good player who was, like, 6'8 when he came out of the womb, Kevin Bookout. He was, like, 6'8. I don't know if you ever saw Kevin Bookout. Oh, I remember Kevin Bookout. Shout out to Kevin Bookout, man. That is a, that is that is a great old school name. I had forgotten Kevin about Bookout. Kevin Bookout. What do you think Kevin Bookout's doing right now? I'm gonna Google it. We should get him on, on the pod. He, I, I honestly saw Kevin Bookout play with five of the worst high school play, four of the worst high school players um, in Oklahoma. I think they played a slam dunk to the beach, and that dude, like, they wouldn't get him the ball for some reason, and he would just be running up, down, up, down. He might have. Must have done it 15 straight times. Never touched the ball, believe it or not, and never complained. And I was like, from that moment, I'm like, I love Kevin Bookout. He is an absolute stud. Uh, so, yeah. so how about this? How about this? Kevin Bookout, right? What's he doing? Graduate, graduated in 2006. Yeah. Played for the Rio Grande uh, Valley Vipers, which Viper. I guess is a D-League team. Yeah. Didn't make it there. Tried out for the 2008 and 2012 Olympics. No Didn't make it there. And Not after he did – it, shot yeah, in shot, in shot put. Yeah. And after he didn't make the Olympics, he tried out for the Jets in 2012. Didn't make that team either. So, so he failed in three sports. Damn. <laughs> well, I, I wonder what – we should find out what Bookout's doing. That should be like – I'm going to write it down. See if I can yeah, go track find, go. Kevin Bookout. There, there is a Kevin Bookout surgical specialist at Symmetry Surgical, which uh, I'm guessing is not the Kevin Bookout that played you don't basketball. Think he, he became a doctor? He could have. never know. Smart kid. If Aaron Kraft um, is a doctor, then Kevin Bookout could end up being a doctor. Aaron All right, let's talk, let's, let's talk about tonight's slate. Yeah. Um, there is one game that we have to talk about. It's the line that I like the most. Uh, it is where I have already invested um, – not, not all my money, but you I have – you your wife like you're going to bet your house on the Tennessee Volunteers this year? Uh, yeah, she knows. She knows. Like I wonder what what what, you, what was the future of Tennessee like at its highest at its at, at its peak, what were the vols to win it all? You know, uh, forty to one when it first opened. And what is it now? What are they like twenty? I'm not sure. I haven't I haven't looked recently, but they were thirty five to one to start the season. Really? If it's twenty to one, I still think there's value on it. Um, so they're playing at Missouri tonight, a battle of top fifteen teams. Uh, I think this is going to be the game where we all kind of realize just how good Tennessee is. Um, not only do I, I – I love Tennessee in this spot, laying three and a half. Um, I love Missouri's team total under. I love the under in this game. Um, Missouri can guard. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I'm not – I don't think that they're going to get run out of the gym by Tennessee. Like, that, that's really not how Tennessee plays against some of these high major teams. Uh, but I just don't know how they're going to be able to score. Like, we saw what happened against Bradley, who's a really good – um, tough physical defensive team, and Missouri just was was completely stifled by them defensively. And like Tennessee is in another world on that end of the floor. Um, they are. They just haven't played anybody like Missouri yet. That that's the only the only thing I'll say about that is is what they play Colorado. 
Tennessee and is that Colorado uh, and Cincinnati is who Cincinnati they stink. Yeah, they're, they're, Colorado might stink too. I don't know if they stink, but they're not great. Like Missouri, we just don't know how good. Like I can't wait to see this game for both. I, I want to see Tennessee, and if they're like all world, like you say they are. Like if I'm ready to put them as a a Final Four caliber team, they've got all the upside. Like I love them because they've got they've got length, they've got athleticism, they've got talent, they've got um, veterans, guys who want to defend. Uh, they, they've got everything you want. I just want to see it. I just want to see it. They are so they are so good defensively, Jeff. Like yeah. Keon Johnson might be like to, he's this year's Isaac Okoro. You know, he's not quite as big right. as Isaac, but you're talking about six defense. four, right? Six he's four? six four, but he's one of these guys that is that has like a forty five inch vertical. Whether he jumps off of two feet going left, two feet going right, off of his right foot, off of his left foot. Um, he is never going to get hung up on a screen. He never gets tired. He can guard point guards all the way up to small forwards. I'm sure if you needed him to guard a four in this game where, where uh, Missouri is kind of small up front, like he can guard fours. Uh, he could probably deal with Mitchell Smith without too much of a problem. So, like, he's just such a great defender. And then, like, you got Eves Ponds, who might actually be a better defender overall than Keon Johnson. Josiah Jordan-James can guard. Jaden Springer can guard. Um, they go like eight or nine deep. They can give you different looks. If you want to go big, they got John Fulkerson to roll up there. If you want to go small, they can put Eves Ponds at the five and put like four guys that are crazy athletes and six foot four around them. Santiago Vescovi is not turning the ball over on every single possession like he did last year. They're making shots now. Like this, this is a really, really good team. And to me, this is going to end up being their coming out party. That said, I expect this game, the, the final to be like 64 to 53 or something like that. Like there's not going to be a lot of points because Missouri no, they can also Missouri can muck it up. Like they're not they they're, they're not going to run if they don't have to. So um, I'm expecting like I don't know like a 60 possession game where neither team can really get it going offensively. You know Xavier Pinson's probably the key for me. You know how he handles obviously Tennessee's pressure. How how mm-hmm. the length he, he's not a long point guard. He's he's just tough and uh, he's got to get the ball and make sure he gets it to. You know, Mark Smith and, and Tillman and, and Drew Smith, like the guys that can score. Um, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. I, I'm telling you, this is like as intriguing of a matchup to me. Like, I'm really excited about this one. And and I, I feel like I haven't been like that in, in a few days. There, yeah. You know, been a few days of like just lopsided matchups. This is one where I want to see, like, if Missouri wins – those Mizzou fans, they're hungry. I mean, think about it. They, they were hungry from the Michael Jonte Porter days, and that didn't do anything. Like, that that was all that hype, and they got nothing out of it. Imagine if they had a top-10 team here, and if they beat Tennessee, you're going to start to hear about, about Mizzou. Yep. Yeah. And, but, and if Tennessee ends up going in there and winning pretty comfortably, like I expect them to, then, yeah. again, it's the, it's the coming out party. So there's a lot on the line of this game. Uh, I mentioned- By the way, is Kim English's number, is it, is it retired in Columbia? Do we know? Like, is it up in the rafters or anything? Like, I don't know. Are going to put it up tonight? They should have I a mean, ceremony. 
why why would you retire the number of like the third best power forward on on a team that lost in the first round of the NCAA tournament? He'll never wow. see that. So I could I could take shots at him. I like I like him, so he, like I I would say that to his face. Um, I mentioned that Tennessee was a three and a half point favorite, and the total is one thirty three. Those odds are coming from DraftKings Sportsbook, the official odds provider of the Field of Sixty Eight Media Network. While the holiday season may be winding down, the sports calendar is in full swing from college to pro sports. There is no shortage of action, and there is no better place to get in on all of this action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. If you haven't tried out DraftKings Sportsbook, what are you waiting for? To celebrate this year's college football playoffs, DraftKings is giving all new users the chance to bet on any semifinal team to win the championship at 100 to 1 odds. That's right. All you have to do is bet $1 on any semifinal team to win the championship, and if your team wins, you cash out $1. Well, we are all excited for football. Let's not forget the 2021 basketball season just kicked off. So head over to the DraftKings app to get all of their daily odds boosts. It's safe, secure, reliable, and they make it easy for you to deposit and withdraw. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code FIELD68. That's FIELD68 when you sign up to get 100 to 1 odds on any semifinal team to win it all. That's code FIELD68 for new players to get a shot at $100. For a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or if you're in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Jeffrey, we got about five minutes left here before we got to get out. So let's roll through these pretty quickly. Um, I'm guessing you have a take on Seton Hall as eight. Listen, can't we start with the biggest game of the day? I mean, the, the biggest storyline, Jeff Neubauer is back. Oh my He's God. back. And if you, if you don't know, check my Twitter feed, at Goodman Hoops, oh my uh, for the photo of Jeff Neubauer that I tweeted out this morning, because I'm excited. Almost as excited as I am about that Missouri-Tennessee game, that Jeff Neubauer and the Fordham Rams are back. And you know what I'm doing? I'm I'm going GW. Jamie and Christian. Um, Fordham hasn't played a game yet. Now GW has been a mess so far. Oh, that's saying it nicely. I'm taking GW here. Getting four. I'm actually taking the money line plus one fifty five. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> well, listen. You look at that photo and, and bet on him. Go oh, ahead. You man. do it. Go ahead. I, I want you. you I, I want you to go watch five possessions of George, George Washington basketball and then. Confirm that you're betting on them on the money line on the road. It's uh, It's been a rough rough go for Jamie at GW to start. Um, all right, so I, I don't have a great take on, on Seton Hall to Xavier. Um, Me either. I'm staying away. Not touching. I, could, I, I, I don't know how Xavier guards Mamu, but I also kind of think that Xavier is actually good. I know that they just lost at Creighton, but they I kind of think they're actually good. Like, I just don't have – that's uh, like I said. I have a great feel about Tennessee, Missouri. I don't have any kind of feel on um, on Xavier on Xavier Seton Hall. So that's to stay away from me. Uh, Virginia at Notre Dame and North Carolina at yeah. Georgia Tech. A couple of ACC teams that we thought were going to be great on the road against ACC teams that aren't expected to be all that good. Uh, you like anything there, Jeff? You know what? Um, I'll take the points with Notre Dame. I'll take the points. I, I just I don't know with Virginia. I mean, again, if they're making shots. If they play Towson again, I love them. But other than that, Virginia's look very, very me- mediocre. And and I know Tony Bennett's going to get it going at some point. But when I look at the talent level of these two teams, I say to myself, there's not much disparity. So I'll take Notre Dame and I'll take the points there. Yeah, I actually like the under in that game. 
I think. It's just, you know, the oh, 127, 127? Yeah, uh, 125 right now. Um, so I, I, I like the under there, man. Like neither of these teams are going to score. Neither of them are going to try to push the ball at all. They, they both want to play slow. Um, the, the place where like there's something for someone to take advantage would be Notre Dame's defense, yeah. but like defensively or offensively, like who are you worried about on, on like Sam Hauser's just like kind of a guy right now. Kihei Clark I, I is, like is part, too small. I feel like part of the problem, honestly, is is when you have a guy like Kihei Clark, you're playing four on five. And, and it was fine when you had – like when he was a backup, it was fine, or you had four pros around him or four studs. You don't have that right now. That That's the biggest problem when you have Kihei. So, so I had a conversation with someone the other day that, that said Kihei Clark is like Draymond Green in the sense where he can take a really good team and make it great with the, the role that he can play, the job that he can do. Yep. But if you're going to ask him to carry someone, to carry it. a team, to carry a program, like he's just not wired. He's a five foot seven point. He ain't getting right. a shot off over anybody. So, um, all right, North Carolina at Georgia Tech. I really, really, really like the uh, the Georgia Tech money line in this spot. I'm a little bit concerned about North Carolina getting to the offensive glass, but North Carolina can't shoot. And Georgia Tech plays that zone, and they're going to make them have to to shoot the ball over the top of the zone. Uh, North Carolina, North Carolina shoot twenty five percent from three on the season. We did this the other day with uh, with, with Deshaun. Do you think Caleb one of their shots? Do you think one of their threes might hit Josh Pastner in his shield? <laughs> it might. It might. <laughs> uh, I, I gotta. I, we're, we're gonna do a little bit of a little bit of a quiz here. Caleb Love has taken thirty four threes this season. How many has he made? Five. One, Four, two, seven, three, four. He's made four. He's made four. Twelve percent from three or something like that. Eleven point eight. That's actually pretty good math. Good for you. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, not pretty bad. So, I, so I'm gonna. I'll, I'll be on the Georgia Tech uh, money line in that spot. Um, anything else you like? We got Arkansas, Auburn. We got yeah. Penn State, let's go to the games. Two SEC games. I, I I feel I'm gonna I'm gonna go with both of them, and I'm gonna take the favorite in both. I, I uh, no no I'm not taking the favorite. I'm gonna take the money against Georgia because I still think Georgia stinks. And Mississippi State isn't much better, but I think Georgia stinks. So I'm going Mississippi State. I'm gonna take two and a half there, and I'm gonna take Arkansas. Even though I've been the the, the one who said we have no idea with, with Arkansas how good they are, but I, I know Moses Moody's pretty damn good. Uh, and I just don't trust Auburn. I don't think Auburn's any good. I think Arkansas has a mix of, of veterans, transfers, and some good young dudes. So I'm going to lay the points th- three and a half there uh, and, and take the points with Mississippi State. Uh, I, I I like the uh, the Arkansas call. I'm going to stay away from Mississippi State and um, and Georgia, but I like the Arkansas call. Like Arkansas is really good at running teams off of the three point line this year and. Uh, excuse me. More than fifty percent of Auburn's uh, field goal attempts are from beyond the arc. I just I don't I don't see how they get it going. Uh, the last game that I do want to mention is we have DePaul, who has played like two games this season, going into stores to take on UConn. Yep. Uh, I think this is about bounce back spot. Well, look at you! Look at you! Fighting Dave Latos. It's a bounce back spot, baby. It's a bounce back spot. Right. Let's go, Huskies! All right, so yep. uh, run down what you got, quick. Uh, I will be on UConn minus eight, Arkansas minus three, Tennessee minus three and a half, the under in that spot as well. Uh, and I have also parlayed the under and uh, Tennessee minus three and a half. I got it at a, like plus 265 or something like that. Um, and I believe that is that is what I'm going to be on today. What, what do you got, Jeff? All right, I got GW. I got Notre Dame. I don't love that Notre Dame, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with it. Mississippi State, Arkansas, uh, Tennessee, 
and I'm I'm back in the Austin P wagon. By the way, oh, there you go. Let's go P, baby. Go P. Giving uh, five and a half to Tennessee State, and then I got one more. I'm, listen, Providence Friars fans, you think I hate you? I love you. I'm going with the Friars tonight uh, or today. I don't know what time the game is, but it's on uh, FS1. They're giving five to Butler. Uh, I'm going uh, Providence there, and uh, I'm out. Fun fact. Providence has never lost in double overtime with John Fanta is calling the game at home. Good call. <laughs> All right. Oh, my last one. UVA, Notre Dame, under. Let's get it. See you later, Jeff. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.